This is Richard Brake, who plays Doomhead, and you're listening to The Horror Returns. Stay tuned. <laughs> Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Greetings, listeners. You have found the horror returns. And uh, for all of you who delighted dread, you remember when we used to do that, man? Start of every show. Read it every show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the old like days. The old days. And then we had to take all the music out, which we're still working on. Yeah. Slacking slowly but surely. But yeah. I'll be back up. <clears throat> All right, man. Um, Brian, it's just you and me because, listeners, you found our <clears throat> first of four uh, episodes, maybe five, depending on how it falls. But this is uh, our one through seven of the 31 days of uh, horror. So um, we're going to start with number one and work down to seven. Um, Brian, you're a little ahead of me, man. I got to I gotta do a couple of double features, but I'll catch up. But um, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I saw a movie I think you'd love, man. What was that? It had you written all over it, dude. It's called Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, haven't got there yet. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to take the wind out of your sails, but as our good buddy Pedro would say, um, what, what does he say? Uh, something is a hell of a drug? Nostalgia. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And how ironic that Pedro and I hung out a couple of couple of Halloweens ago in Salem. Um, <laughs> so I rewatched uh, Hocus Pocus a few months ago, and it lost quite a bit of its luster for me. However, it was a fucking classic compared to this piece of shit. Oh. This thing was fucking horrible. Man, Billy Butcherson, uh, Doug, uh, what's his name? Doug the, Jones. The real, yeah, Doug Jones' character didn't talk at all in the first one. For some reason, he's got like dialogue in every other scene. Mm. in this like lots of dialogue and like really corny and for some reason he has a British accent and everybody else has an American accent that all grew up in the same town hmm. I couldn't quite figure that one out um, but yeah this one's really corny and it, it, it really just it was just sad man seeing how old they got I mean we all age of course right um, yeah I, I was seeing everybody was talking about uh, I can't remember the actress's name but she lost a lot of weight. Kathy Najimi? Yeah, can so yes. It doesn't quite make sense. No, not quite the same, man. I mean, uh, Bette Midler is what she is. You know, she's a she's a national treasure, mm-hmm. and she did a good you know a good song cover. But man, this this movie just didn't get me. This will not be a a repeat Halloween watch every year. So that's uh, that's my first one. I I started off with a with a fizzle, Brian. I hope you can bring it up. Well, um, I'll run through this one quick because um, we reviewed it 
for the main show, uh, to, what, about a week ago? Uh, Smile. Ah, okay. So if you uh, want to hear my whole thoughts on Smile, go listen to that episode. But after really thinking about it, this might end up making the top ten. Okay. Because I, yeah. uh, I was really surprised uh, what I got out of it and... I do agree. It, it, what they were saying was this could have been a, this could be a sleeper hit. Yes. And I think I read it's uh, close to hitting a hundred million. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Wow, think, that's, uh, that's number impressive. one in the box office two weeks in a row. So it definitely deserves it. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's it's gonna it's probably gonna be in my top ten as well, Brian. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I really think Phil should uh. Go see it in the theater. It, it really, it really changes things. All right, we'll we'll have to bring that up with him when we record later tonight again. All right, uh, your number two. Um, actually, you want to go first? Okay, my I, number I, two. I fucked up the order, man. We're I tell you what, puff puff pass, puff puff pass. I fucked up the rotation. Okay, I I'll, I'll go number two. Uh, Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Hmm, haven't heard of this one. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a little movie that he was doing. Yeah, uh, made it, uh, shopped it around. Netflix bought it, probably for obscene amount of money. Probably raise right. our rates again. <laughs> sure. Now, um, of course, I wasn't old enough to to be around when the months the TV show was originally aired, but I did grow up in the age of Nick and Knight and stuff oh, yeah. like that. So I I did in a sense, grow, grew up with the show and am a fan of it. I will say that watching this, I can tell Rob is a super big fan of the Munsters. Oh, and yeah. he no doubt. did what he could to, as I feel, make a movie as if it was the show today. Right. With that being said, I didn't hate anybody in it. I didn't hate okay. the costumes or the set design, but it was just fucking boring as hell. Oh like, no, Brian! Come on, dude. Stake, I was stake through the heart, stake through Grandpa's heart there. And I know everybody. I know there's some people that have a problem with his wife being Lily, which I didn't have a problem with her. I didn't. I didn't even have a problem with a friend of the show, uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips. Yes. As Herman, I, I didn't have a problem with anything. It was just nothing there. Nothing that I was really, Lance, buddy. I was struggling to oh, like no. keep my eyes off of the t- onto the TV. There was many times where I was. Just, I'm looking at stuff on my phone. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be watching a movie. <laughs> oh, man, I hate to hear that. And it just. Man, um, I I I was I was hopeful for this one. I know a lot of people wasn't, but I was just going into it with this guy is a super fan of this, right? So I'm gonna give him a chance, and I like Rob Zombie. I I like most of his movies, not all of them. If you want to hear one that I really don't like, go listen to our Lords of Salem episode. But um. Yeah, this one was just I, I cannot recommend it. If if you're a diehard Rob Zombie fan, check it out. 
because it's a lot of, of course, you know, he uses a lot of the same actors, but sure. storyline and everything that was going on, it was just, I struggled so hard to, I, I had to stop it and then finish it the next day. That's how bored oh, I was. Oh, that's it, rough, dude. That's, that's pretty rough. So yeah, that, that, that was my number two. All right. Well, yeah, my number two is also the Munsters. Oh. And a little bit different takeaway from you, ma'am. Um, I actually had fun the whole time. Well, actually, the first 10 minutes, I was rolling my eyes like, what the fuck is this? I guess I had to adjust because you you told me, Brian, you, you warned us that it wasn't going to be your usual Rob Zombie movie. Every other word was cocksucker or fucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said it was going to be very, very true and it to the to the source material and. You were you were correct. I didn't believe you, man. I thought I thought for sure five ten minutes in, Grandpa was going to let out a "fuck you," go suck a cock or something. Like that. I, I think if he would have did that, I think he would have. I think he would have caught a whole bunch of different heat from people. Maybe you think so because yeah. of the nostalgia factor. Yeah, everybody would have been you. You ruined a classic, and okay, you I made everybody see. redneck, foul mouth. He'll, you know, just. <laughs> yeah, instead of coming from uh, Transylvania, they were coming from West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I had fun with it. I, I hate to admit it, but like, yeah, 10 minutes in when I said, oh, OK, so this is what we're doing, because I'm like you. I, you know, not quite old enough to have seen the originals, but I saw a lot of reruns back in the day. And I thought it was really true to the source material to the point where, like, the same exact corny jokes, the same exact lines. I thought everybody carried their weight fine. I think Sherry Moon Zombie did a really good job. I, I, I think our buddy Jeff Daniel Phillips did a great job. Yeah. Um, and Richard Brake, man, he is becoming one of the premier horror actors, period. Oh, that definitely. Dude, man, he channeled, I swear to God, he channeled Vincent Price. In that in that role, man. So I loved it. And um, the only one that seemed a little out of place was, I guess, Igor, the hunchback. The dude yeah. lost. <laughs> I think they could have casted that a little better. But uh, other than that, man, I was uh, I was pretty happy with it. And I thought the two hours for me went by really quick. So uh, you want to move on to number three? Yeah. Uh, number three. um now I did not watch the original version of this. This is a new Amazon Prime movie came out a few weeks ago. Um, Good Night, Mommy. Ah, now oh the new one, the remake. Yeah. Now I purposely did did not watch the remake because I didn't want to get my expectations up because I know a lot of people have a lot of good things to say about the original, so I just wanted to kind of see it on its own and the the remake right. that is and. Um, for the most part, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, Naomi Watts, uh, I enjoyed her in it. Uh, the two kids that played the twins, uh, they did a pretty good job. And um, a twist happens. It, it's a twist that you've kind of seen before, but it's a twist that I didn't see coming. Okay. So I I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't really really spoil it for nobody. So that's pretty much all i'm gonna say uh, it's on um it's on prime good night mommy okay and that's the one with naomi watts right yeah cool. and i i will be checking out the original it's got me curious to see if maybe they kind of 
change things from the original or if it was a shot on shot remake which right those are the remakes i hate uh, the shot on yeah shot. true because it was a foreign film wasn't yeah. it yeah okay i guess so, uh, uh you're gonna find out yeah so uh your number three <clears throat> My number three was a uh, was a movie I really enjoyed, man. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh. Um, completely different movie than I thought it was going to be. But I, I love a good whodunit. Mm. Um, you know how much I love Knives Out. Clue, yeah. You know all that kind of stuff. Um, have you seen this one yet? It is. We'll we'll talk about it on the next. Uh, nice. Okay. Well, I'd like to hear what you what you thought about it. I. Some of the acting, I, I had heard a few people talking about it, saying that the actors were, you know, kind of a pain in the ass or irritating. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's all by design, man. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a big part of their character development. And who doesn't love Pete Davidson, man? <laughs> he's, he's fucking hilarious in everything yeah. he does to me. So um, I, I enjoyed it. I just think that it was one of the most original. Once they finally revealed the killer... I thought mm. it was one of the most original reveals in any whodunit movie I've ever seen. Cool. Something I've never seen before, man. And I really, I really liked the way they ended it. Cool. All right. Uh, my number four is a new Shutter release called um, Sissy. Okay. Uh, something the, about this. I believe it's an Australian film. And it involves a girl. She's kind of a YouTube social media influencer. Uh, she runs into a another girl that they used to be uh, best friends when they were little kids, but something happened okay. to kind of drive them apart. And the girl uh, invites her to her um, bridal shower because she's getting married. And um, she meets like some old familiar faces that kind of bring back all these bad feelings and Uh (laughs) unwanted (laughs) memories huh yeah and uh, just kind of leads to some bad things happening um uh i would kind of i don't know if it is classified but i would kind of classify this more of a comedic horror really i didn't get that impression at all from the thriller yeah there's a little comedic tone to it really all right And I really enjoyed, I probably should have looked up her name, but I, I didn't. The, the lead actress that plays Sissy. Okay. I, I really enjoyed her performance. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, uh, if you got Shudder, uh, check out Sissy. Oh, okay. So, this one's stream, streaming on Shudder then? Yes. Yeah, I'm starting to make a list of stuff on Shudder. I know at least one more of them that you've, that you've checked out that I'll probably watch maybe in the next sitting here. Okay. But uh, so you so you definitely recommend them. Yeah, I liked it. All right. Well, we've got Shutter anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. That's one thing we're not getting rid of. <laughs> um, as long as they don't Netflix us with the rates. Oh, Disney Plus is about to. Oh, uh, that's right. They are, aren't they? Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't. I'm not disappointed with none of their content. So. Yeah, I knew I knew it was bound to happen. Well, you haven't seen Hocus Pocus two yet, right? Yeah, but there's one on my list later that I was very impressed with. That was Disney Plus. So okay, all right, nice. So uh, are we number four, right? Uh, yep, you're number four. Brian, I've never in my life seen an Abbott and Costello 
Universal Monsters comedy movie. Have you? Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. No, I've seen I've seen yeah. one before. Big blind spot for me, dude, because everybody was telling me, oh, they did all this. They met the mummy. They met Dracula. They met Frankenstein. They've had all these different movies. I picked uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. In nice. So definitely good corny fun. Um, I think I might have seen – it seemed like I remembered there's this one scene toward the end where the – I guess I can spoil it. Is it old enough I can spoil it, you think? Yeah, I think it's a couple years old. So. <laughs> There was a scene when where they would get on a wall and it would like part the inside part would turn around like a door, like a um, pivoting door or something like that. And the monsters would be on the other side. And uh, the one was telling the other guy, I know I saw a monster. I knew Dracula was over there. He's ah, you're a fucking num-, or he's ah, you're a numbskull, you know, Yeah. just old corny fun. But, so, you know, they definitely had they, they implied more with the sexuality with the, the women and stuff like that. But. There was obviously some double entendre there that I didn't get, but I, I think I did see that one scene with the door when I was a little mm-hmm. kid because I kind of, it sort of, you know, looked familiar when mm-hmm. I watched it. But you know, as as old as I am, Brian, there's been so much fog, you know, <laughs> in and now I couldn't tell you for sure, but it looked familiar. Yeah, um, yeah overall, it was fun. I'm glad I watched it. Am I going to watch any more Abbott and Costello between now and the end of Halloween? No. <laughs> all right uh what was uh, number five this one is um i do subscribe to scream scream box ah okay uh, so i've been checking it out uh liking it so far and this is a scream box uh, exclusive and it is called pussy cake <laughs> i saw you post that man I'm like what the fuck now i can't give anything away because I I didn't know what I was getting into I just thought it was a cool name a fun name to say yeah uh, that's what I thought when I saw Uh, all I can give away is a um, they're a female punk band that's the name of the band and uh, they run into some creatures that they have to fight their way through And I think I read um, a review basically saying it's like um, Ash, uh, like an Evil Dead movie mixed with uh, the Spice Girls Spice World movie. Oh, God. I was. (laughs) That sounds ridiculous, man. It's a lot of um, a lot of fluids, a lot of gore, a lot of blood, a lot of vomit. I, I was I was kind of visualizing Psycho Gorman type. Um, you could cycle Gorman, but not as family friendly. Ah, okay. You could throw, yeah, you could throw a little bit of that in there because there, there is an aspect of that that goes in there. Okay. So if um, if you got Screenbox, uh, check out Pussy Cake. Um, I think if uh, I don't know if they're still doing it, but um, they might still be doing a thirty day free trial or neither thirty days or a week, one of those. All right, uh, I'm gonna look it up when we when we get done recording. At least check out the free trial. You know, get in a couple of Halloween movies. Yeah, pussy cake. Pussy cake. Say it three times in the mirror, and, and it appears, right? Well, uh, well, the band, I hope so. <laughs> okay. Um, number five, uh, I checked out um, one of Scott Crawford's recommends over okay. the Friday Nightmares podcast. Shout out to um, them. 
Well, I, yeah, a big shout out. You guys do great work uh, week in and week out. Uh, you took a little hiatus and we really missed you, so we're glad you're back. Um, they're hitting all the international, all the different countries right now, which is kind of fun to listen to. Nice. But uh, Scott, you're, you were right. It is a good movie. It's called After Midnight. Have you ever seen this one? Uh, the, this, this one more of kind of a love story drama. Oh, Brian, up that's until, exactly up until that's the, exactly what it is. Up until the end. Yeah, the very very final scene. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, man. I'm like, okay, I'm watching these movies with my wife, right? So I'm trying to find something that's kind of she would enjoy. Brian, she fell asleep 20 minutes in, and I had to finish the movie without her. I I, I could see that happening. A lot of dialogue, yeah. very dialogue heavy. But I love the characters. Uh, definitely had that indie feel to it, kind of like the, um, well, actually Justin Benson, you know Benson and Moorhead that did like uh, the Endless, and mm-hmm. uh, that movie that was on Netflix last year with the time travel. Um, and oh, then what Falcon. else? They, they did. What's that? The the woman Falcon. Was it called Infinite or something like that? Oh, I know what I you're talking know. about. Yeah, they did that, and which nearly not nearly as good as the endless to me. But uh, did, didn't they? Weren't they responsible for Moon Knight, or part yeah. of it at least? Uh, they um, were. They directed it, I think. Okay, well, they directed a movie called Spring several years back, and mm-hmm. as someone commented um, in Facebook, I noticed that uh, this this is kind of similar to that, the build up, mm-hmm. but the ending is not to give it away, but completely different. Yeah. So I, I'd recommend it's 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 sorry Scott, but it's kind of a soft recommend. Um, I would not say if you're looking for an action-packed movie that goes by really quickly, you know, you may not like it. If you like a lot of dialogue and you know very well written script and um, kind of like DIY type acting, then you'll love it. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it it lo- it looks almost like um, something that would really happen until, like you said, that very last part. Yeah. So not quite enough gore and action for me, but you know, here's to you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going over to Netflix for number six, and okay. that is Mr. Harrington's. Oh, okay. Haven't gotten to that one yet. Um, never read the book. Okay. Had no idea what the story is. Just going off of the trailer that uh, we checked out on the show. Right. Um, acting. Pretty good. Um, okay. Uh, the the kid, uh, I think his name is Jaden Martell. He played Bill in the, the It movies. Right. Um, I think he plays that kind of awkward, shy, kind of loner teen. I think he plays that role really well. Um, Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland. Or not Kiefer. Um, oh, Donald. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. He, you know, he's Donald Sutherland. You know, sure, sure. He's 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 great, even when he's like phoning it in. Yes, pimping and and when he's pimping, uh, simply orange, right? Yeah. Um. But I, I was a little bored with this one. I could see that. It it, it was a really it was a really fascinating story, but I don't see how they could make it into a good hour and a half movie. No way. Yeah, uh, there was a quite a bit of buildup to. Right. The, the actual stuff with the phone. Okay. And then when trying to work my way around it without spoiling for those who haven't seen the trailer or don't know, they're still interested in watching it. Uh, sure. When the stuff that was being asked to happen 
happen. Okay. You don't really get much from it. Oh, off-screen type shit? Not even off-screen, just... Uh-oh. You just cut to a different scene. <laughs> somebody's saying, "Oh, this happened to this person." Right. Was Yikes! Like, oh, come Ouch. On, that sucks, man. <laughs> that sounds horrible. This, that's why there, I didn't rush out to see it. I've read there the was a a certain situation that somebody okay. had with the bar of soap. What? That I kind of when they described what happened with that bar of soap, I was like, "I fuck, I, show me that." That sounds that sounds horrific. <laughs> and uh, I will say one thing: there, the scene where uh, Donald Sutherland's uh, basically breaking down what could happen to people that get attached to the phone and the internet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Early on, in the right, right story, on, right? right on with all that stuff. Uh huh. And I, I I liked all that. It's just there was such a lot of buildup and then when we got to a certain point okay i'm like okay um, here we go and then it just right. you're telling me what happened you should be showing me what happened you spent a lot of time building up to something and you're just telling me what happened i, di- I didn't appreciate that at all so sure yeah show yeah. me don't tell me right yeah um with that being said it's it's well directed well well acted but it just kind of left me wanting more and i i can't really recommend this one so uh did they do something kind of involving the stock market on the phone did they leave that in from the story a little bit okay yeah he that's got, a pretty major part of the story he got introduced to what he can do with the phone and, and started becoming addicted to it right yeah which he later realized the dangers of it yeah because i liked how he he even said i, I don't own a tv the only radio I own is in the is in my car, not in my house. And okay. he's breaking that. Down. I was like, I I really like what he was saying, but just the build up to all the other stuff, I was just kind of sure. like, I don't know, can't. It's it's maybe they should have got Mike Flanagan to do it. He seems to ah, knock it out the ballpark with the Stephen King stuff. So, but. They all can't be winners. Um, That's true. Yeah, fair enough. I know there's like two more movies from that book coming. I could see that. Yeah. So, and I Is think that... they're all Netflix movies. So. All right. Um. All right. Number six. Uh, Uma. Have you seen Uma yet? With uh, with Sandra I Oh. I her... started it a while ago and I never finished it, so I I need to okay. revisit it. No, you don't. Okay. Horrible. Horrible, man. Nothing. You want to talk about nothing but dialogue and everyone. There were probably three, a total of three mild jump scares in the movie, period. That's it. Other than that, it was really bad storytelling, really, really wooden and horrible acting. Um, And and (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I'm just throwing throwing it under the bus. But um, I was looking for something to fill out the bottom 10. I think I've maybe found two here between this and Hocus Pocus 2, man. This was just absolutely horrible, dude. But um, hey, you know, some people might like it. I don't know. Just yeah, wasn't, wasn't I, for I, me. Very slow, in, very plotting. I was interested because my, my mother's Korean and right? I understand some of the things that are they're talking about. But Culturally? Yeah, but 
you're probably right about what that's probably why i kind of not didn't finish it I, I probably saw the signs of a slow boring movie and just and told myself I'll, I'll watch it another time and never got back to it yeah i love a good slow burn brian when there's a payoff but believe me brother there's no payoff here no, no. payoff just the next scene uh okay no. and then the credits are rolling i'm like what what <laughs> Sounds like you watched Mr. Harrington's phone. Oh, man. Probably not going to catch that one. I read the book, so I'm good. All right. Uh, my number seven, hinted at it earlier on Disney Plus, uh, Marvel's Werewolf by Night. I've heard good things. Very impressed by it. Um, I, I love the Marvel kind of horror-ish characters. Mm-hmm. That in the comic books, so I like that they're now introducing them slowly into the the MCU. Um, I, they uh, Blade and Man Thing and oh, I love Man Thing. I love Man Thing mm-hmm. in this. Oh, is he in this one? Yeah. Oh, cool. I was going to ask you if there were other cameos or other. Yeah, in in the trailer there was like a glimpse of him, okay. so I didn't know if it was going to be like a one little shot of him or in the background or something like that but no he he's in a good little portion of it oh they can they can do a midnight suns movie then down um, Lance, i'm keeping my fingers crossed right. <laughs> um i like they kept that aspect the black and white old school universal look throughout the throughout the whole movie up and towards the end um I was surprised that for Disney Plus there was some limbs being cut off and some <laughs> swords to the head and blood right? and sure. throat, throats being sliced and uh, I, I should have wrote down some of these names. Uh, the actor that played uh, Werewolf by Night, um, I like the look of the werewolf. Okay. Uh, it was it, it looked like a man that was a wolf, not like <clears throat> a giant walking wolf. It, it okay. looked. It looked <laughs> Because you know, sometimes in werewolf movies, they look like just giant kind of dogs or something. Like CGI dog, yeah. Yeah, this was more. It was practical. Okay. And um, he looked like a man that that was an, an animal. So I like the look of that. Um, we got introduced to uh, Ilsa Bloodstone. She's a big character in like the the Dracula Blade and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So um. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, it's a little under an hour. It's not a full movie. Okay. But um, but it qualifies, right? Yeah. Um, right. It, it's still fun. Fun watch. Nice. All right. Uh, my final number seven, I saved the best for last. Have you seen Barbarian yet? I'm tr- going to try to get to it this week. Okay. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you make a trailer. And I'm not going to say anything about what happens past the first half hour. But you kind of think you know where it's going. Whoever wrote the script and directed the film, they definitely move you along to where it looks like it's going to be one thing and then completely pull the rug out from under you and it's something totally different. And it's kind of in three distinct acts. So you've got the first, second, and third act, and not one of them is anything like the one before it, which kind of like Bodies, 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 where it's something I've never really seen before in a movie. I'll say the same for this one. Very original. Uh, um, the acting was phenomenal. Uh, you know, of course, you know you get Pennywise in it. Yeah. Uh, he's in the trailer. I won't say who else is in it at all. 
it's uh, very uh, it's it's a new classic, Brian. It's it's a top ten contender, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've I've, I've not heard not one bad thing about it. Okay. Yeah, I haven't really checked the reviews, but I haven't really heard too many people talk about it either. So I'm kind of curious how others, you know, if in our I'm, community. I wonder if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's like a 90 something. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Let me double check real quick. All right. Rotten Man. Tomatoes. When's the last time we saw a horror movie with a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes? It's been a while. Barbarian is a 92%. Well, okay. Well, there you go, man. Well, well deserved. 92% with a, from uh, 148 reviews. Wow. That's a big sample size. Yeah. Brian, this is the year of the soundtrack too, man. Oh, good soundtrack? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you're going to love it. You got to get on this, man. You going you gonna to watch it for the next set? I'm going to try. Um, we'll talk about it on the main show, but we, I had okay. a little difficult. I was uh, going to, there were some re-releases of some movies over the weekend, and I only got to one of them. Ah, uh, okay. Difficulty gotcha. getting to the theater this weekend, so. All right. Well, I got to figure out what I'm going to go to the theater for Friday because I'm going to watch uh, ha- Halloween ki- uh, Halloween ends on the Peacock. Mm. So uh, I'll hopefully uh, there's one theater here that has like 20, 28 screens, I think. And so they show a lot of the indie stuff. That's where I saw Barbarian still playing there. Um, okay. It's about, about half an hour from here, but it's kind of between work and here. Yeah, so. I, I still need to see Pearl, too. That's another one. Um, Unfortunately, it's no longer showing there. I'm ho- hoping I can catch something there that's, uh, you know, a little bit more indie to fill in the 31 days with. But uh, gotcha. we'll see. We'll see. So, um, oh, you were doing Halloween Kills next next week, right? Yep. But we won't be alone. No, we won't. All right. Well. I guess that's us signing off for this one, huh? The first, uh, first of four, if not five. Uh, I think we'll 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 squeeze it to four. I think. Sounds good. All right. Well, I guess uh, till the horror returns. Good night, right? Yeah.